Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Today we live in a fast-paced world that is constantly changing. There is a fear of the unknown, of what might happen. Fear of failure, rejection, and hurt causing isolation, loneliness and pain. There is conflict and confusion, dreams and illusions. Seasons come and seasons go as the relentless cycle of life continues on. Into this tension, the word of the Lord through the Apostle Paul speaks joy and peace. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 8. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we come to the text today, may your words of truth go deep into our hearts and minds. And in this fast-paced world, may we receive a greater revelation of your love your truth and your power and release of anxiety and we come into the place of being anxious for nothing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Rejoice in the Lord always and I will say again rejoice. This word rejoice is an action word. It literally means to be cheerful. It is not a manufactured expression. It is a spiritual response to the truth of knowing that the Lord is near. His presence is a present reality and our future hope. Our present reality is that he is with us to the end of the age as his spirit dwells within It is in him alone that we can rejoice. Rejoice is the main action word and is joyful. It's to be cheerful, calmly happy or well off. It is not a fleeting emotion. It is to be a state of being from a place where we continually live. A natural outworking of the supernatural inward working of his spirit. This joy our Lord and Saviour brings cannot be taken away or diminished by life's circumstances. As he promises, he will never leave us nor forsake us. 
no matter where we are in our walk with him, no matter where we are in this life, he is with us. For who he is and what he's done cannot be taken away from us, nor can it be diminished. The things of this world are temporary. They come and go. Yet Jesus is eternal and is always near. This joy is not some positive thinking that wills the self into a feeling. It is from the nature of God himself the very essence of God and a fruit of his spirit, his spirit that is transforming within us when we live in a place of surrender to him. It is for this life as well as our future. It's for all eternity. This joy is not external. It is internal. It's not determined by circumstances but by the presence of the living God. His joy is not a temporary emotion. It is in him always, as he is in us. With his joy in us, we can rejoice in him always. To rejoice in him is to appropriate and rest on all he has done for us on the cross, where he took upon his human body the suffering of humanity at the hands of humanity, to set us free. He did all this so we could live in the freedom and the victory that he's won for us. He has won the battle. He has claimed the victory. It's for us to receive and appropriate in him. To be able to rejoice in him always, even in the midst of the tensions of this life, is living in his resurrection power. He is eternal and always near. The joy, his joy, in us. The Apostle Paul also states, be anxious for nothing. One definition of anxiety is to be distressed by an obsession of fear that is based upon a negative uncertainty of what might be. It is a futile, frustrating and debilitating emotion. It can result from an attempt to bear the burdens of life, especially of the future of what might happen. It comes out of a place of power and control, a place where the flesh lives, as the flesh tries to control everything knowing it cannot. It is in constant turmoil, striving for what it cannot achieve. Fear takes hold and anxiety takes over. Reality becomes distorted and anxiety and fear can turn into dread. It's not God's will that we live with anxiety. Therefore, Paul states, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we give to God. This is contrasted with being anxious about nothing. And prayer is coming into God's throne room in heaven, remembering and celebrating what God has already done. As we remember 
who he is and what he's done and that he's done everything for us and given everything of himself to us, our heart is filled with thanksgiving. Gratitude for the past of who God is and what he has done cultivates confidence in him for today and the future. Prayer is surrendering or giving to God the present realities and future uncertainties. By prayer, Paul is talking about living in the resurrection power of placing everything into God's hands. A very close friend recently received a powerful revelation of what it is to surrender. She confessed she used to think surrender was God taking away everything, both the good and the bad. However, when she listened to The Secret of Success, she realised that Jesus' food was to be surrendered to the Father's will, and that surrender was in fact nutrition for us and a positive thing. To surrender is to give to God the good and the bad. That is giving him the bad to remove. To remove from our life the guilt and the shame and the power and control of the flesh and everything that comes into conflict against the living God. Surrender is also to entrust into God's care the good, which is all from him. For him to plant in the good soil of our transformed heart and mind, to enable it to grow and bear much fruit. When we surrender, we remove all blockages to receiving the fullness of him. And this is a daily process. It's a daily journey. His joy, his peace, out of the revelation of his love. I urge you to listen to our podcast, The Secret of Success, to receive a greater revelation of the victorious life of surrender. Surrender is placing our lives into the hands of God, totally dependent on Him. Simply put, Father, not my will, but yours be done. As a result, we step into all that he has for us and operate in the grace and calling that he has given us, according to his purpose and plan, collectively and individually. We then live in a continual state of surrender to the Father's will. We are actually committing ourselves to him and entrusting our life to him. We are not building our own kingdom, but in surrender he is building his kingdom within and around. To come to a place of total surrender is to come to a place of perfect peace. This perfect peace is not something dependent upon outward circumstances. It is not the absence of life's struggles or an uncaring, unemotional state of being. It is a tranquility within a sense of harmony, security, safety and absence of fear. This is a wholeness that transcends the human mind and unbelief. Together with joy, this peace is from the nature of God, the very essence of God and his fruit of his spirit, 
his transforming work within. As Paul states, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. God's peace is being at rest in him, as he is near and ever-present. This peace that is from him and is him guards our hearts and minds. Our hearts and minds are the very centre of our being. The word used to guard is a strong word and it means to protect by a military guard, either to prevent hostile invasion or to keep the inhabitants of a city under attack from escaping. It is a powerful dual action of keeping out and keeping in. The surrender and trust in God through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving is to live in the fullness of his peace, which he has given to us. It is this peace that guards our hearts and minds with dual action. His peace we have in our heart and mind is protected from being taken away by circumstances as we give everything over to God. In addition, our hearts and minds are guarded from anxiety getting in and taking hold of our hearts and minds. As we take all thoughts captive and bring them under the Lordship of Jesus Christ and give them to him, he takes away the bad and grows the good. Yes, in this world damaged by evil. When Jesus walked this earth as a man, he taught that the absence of anxiety is a result of trusting God. Seeing through his eyes of love from a transformed heart and mind results in an eternal perspective. Having an eternal perspective yet not denying the present necessities results in trusting God. In the surrender of self-will, entrusting all into the Father's will, is living from a place of peace. The peace of God that surpasses all needs and anxiety. Let us read Jesus' account in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 to 34. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? 
What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. The human tendency of this world is to worry. It is an ever-present reality. It is the default position of humanity's heart and mind. Yet Jesus brings freedom into our world, declaring we cannot serve both God and money. Worry does not help us with the challenges of our flesh or the basic necessities of this life. In seeking his kingdom and his righteousness as the first priority, we are empowered to be free of worry. Yes, we have basic human needs of clean water, nutritious food and clothing. Jesus acknowledges this. He's not diminishing our need for them. Yet this passage of text is not about our need, but the love of our Heavenly Father and the incredible eternal value he puts on our lives. As we journey through this life, living in his kingdom here on earth, in this world damaged by evil, we are empowered to let go of the anxiety. He arrays us in eternal splendour of his kingdom and righteousness. His gift of himself to us is a robe of his righteousness, justice and beauty. A robe greater than anything this world could buy or manufacture. An eternal robe of our identity in him. Jesus declares our first priority is seeking his kingdom and his righteousness, and there will be no need to be anxious about tomorrow. We are to live in total trust in God for today, and yes, for our tomorrow. Our troubles of this world are temporary and are a result of living in this world damaged by evil. Yet we can rejoice in him, for he is near. He is within us and always with us for all eternity. As a result of surrendering all to him in prayer, we can be anxious about nothing. It is in an intimate relationship with God our Father, through Jesus Christ our Lord, that we can rejoice in him always. Through prayer giving it all to him to take away the bad and to grow the good. We are totally dependent on him. Remembering who he is and what he has done, we are filled with thanksgiving. With a childlike trust, his perfect peace guards our hearts and minds for all eternity. By his spirit, in his name, to the glory of our Father. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.